Sans Pants Radio. So that same city lawyer from the last time is driving down a country road and he passes a farm that, uh, and he sees a pig in the farm that has three stump legs and one real leg. And the farmer's like, uh, the, sorry, the city lawyer is like, well, what is going on here? He pulls up because now he's got an interest in pigs because fuck, pigs are interesting. And he walks up onto this farm and there's another farmer there, a rickety old farmer sitting on his porch. And the city lawyer says, so um, the pig you got out the front, it's got three peg legs. What's that all about? The farmer says, well, that's a hero pig, that is. So um, when my barn caught fire, that pig, Eugene, he went into the barn and he saved my daughter. But as he was dragging her out, a fiery log fell on his fell on his front paw and he uh, lost it. We had to give him a peg leg. The lawyer's like, well, he's got three peg legs. The farmer's like, hold on there, Sonny. So uh, then there was a flash flood that washed through here. And uh, that pig saved my son. But as he was uh, dragging him out of the, uh, the, the flash flood... A, uh, a, uh, a stick swept along, catched his other foot, and nearly tore it off. So we had to give him a second peg leg. And the, the, lawyer, the lawyer says, and, and the third peg leg? Farmer says, well, you don't need a pig like that all at once now, do you? Hey, you know what I'm not? Clever about where I go online. The amount of shady websites I end up on trying to track down real Sasquatch footage or whatever, it's, it's phenomenal. But you know what else I'm not? Concerned for my online security. And that's because I use NordVPN. I'd actually always been sort of reluctant to download a VPN because it seemed a little bit like internet magic to me. But then I went ahead and did it and I actually just couldn't believe how quickly I was browsing securely and streaming TV shows with no restrictions. It's literally just a click and you're good to go. Your account also covers you for up to six devices, so I immediately installed it on my phone and my laptop as well so that I could browse securely in bed. Yes, I sleep next to my laptop in bed. It's probably dangerous. Grow up. If you want to help yourself to NordVPN, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, right now you can get 68% off a two-year plan plus one additional month for free when you go to nordvpn.com slash dndisfornerds or use the code dndisfornerds. That's D-N-D-I-S-F-O-R-N-E-R-D-S. This special offer also just makes your subscription only $3.71 per month. And if it's not for you, that's no stress. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash dndsfornerds to take control of your internet again. So go on, find real pictures of Sasquatch without worrying about your online security. Hey everyone, In Here presents Plumbing the Death Star UK Tour with Adam News. All of our shows have been announced and pretty much all of them have sold out, which is awesome. But if you go to sandsmithradio.com forward slash live, you can see which ones haven't and you can grab your tickets now. As of recording, there's under 10 tickets left for Cardiff, Belfast is just under 50% sold, and Birmingham has just opened up some more seating. In other news, our next USB tape is now available over at audiobooksontape.com. It's called A Song of Sand and Snow, and it contains everything we've done from Husfirma Pride to The Day the Circus Came to Town, and includes part three of our Merchant of Great Birth trilogy, as well as the D&Ds for Dad series that we did with my family. All links are now in the show notes, and we hope you have a great morning. Welcome to episode seven of... The Day the Circus Came to Town, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. Previously. I, I suppose I could have 
behaved a little bit better yesterday. You look around and you can't see the worm. From your vantage point, scanning the area, you see the town, which is not completely deserted. It's actually filled with bodies. Do you uh, try to uh, convince them with your uh, spoke words first? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, no, I do. All right, your diplomacy check fails. So while we have lost people in before, like in the past, and while we have had come to blows, we have never once hurt our own kin. Uh, everything what um, happened in the past, repeating this damn self. <laughs> Evening, Sheriff. No, morning, Sheriff. How are you going? Pretty good. Busy morning? Pretty busy. Sheriff, if a man was to go against his kin for no reason at all, what do you think the right punishment should be? Aww. We've lost Redino and you did not mourn. You ordered the deaths of Tolai and Upper E and we, they are we gone. Say that? Would we go as far as to say that? You ordered the deaths <laughs> of, my, of Look, me. I didn't think if we're going to talk about <laughs> the like loss to... of appendages, we just need to take into consideration well, all points of our... view. While Hooch and the circus move at a steady pace away from Temperance, Flang Dangle pursues as fast as his horse will take him. What do you, like, uh, Hooch, do you, you probably could spot in the distance the horse following you, and you know that you can go through the night and such. Uh, well, you if we see the, the horse follow, can I see who's on the horse? Mm, probably not at this distance. Uh, no. Okay, now, well, I'll wait till he catches up a little bit, mm-hmm. till I can see who's on the horse. Yeah. How have I hurt you? I never whipped you. <laughs> you betrayal. Uh, I'm your king. <laughs> eventually you see a very... <laughs> <laughs> eventually you see a very furious looking flandangle. Not, fu- oh, not furious, just like miffed. <laughs> I wouldn't say furious, just more just like shocked. Like, you betrayed me. I'd what like the to fuck? turn to like simple and be like, oh, we're being followed by your bad blood. Uh, don't let her catch up, all right now? Simple or not. <laughs> Bad blood. Can oh. I just say at this point, from my, you know, from the top of my ivory tower in the town, what have we all become? <laughs> I, was, turned us. I was trying to protect the family. You're going to cut the family's hands I off. I was not going to cut anyone's I was family. trying to ensure the longevity of the circus. I, I was simply the animals. I was simply going to break a finger. That oh, was well, all, you sons of bitches. out the very reasonable in their minds <laughs> explanation for the things they did. I might have cut good. Algernon's tongue out because cunt, but I wasn't gonna <laughs> cut anyone's hands off. Well, you could have made that obvious. <laughs> I'm a monk. I have a quarter staff. Dramatic. <sighs> Too much drama. Too much drama. Well, if you don't slow down, the dinosaurs can go for quite some time. Am I? So wait. So there's no way I'm gonna catch up. There's the, not even the Diplodocus. Uh, even the Diplodocus, because its legs are so long, it's got 10 feet extra base movement than the horse. Oh, this is like... Can I, can you... I say, I do actually sort of like the tragic ending of Flandangle just forever riding after them, desperate to catch up. <laughs> Am I... You can still turn back. Do I know Do I know that this is a lost cause? You, um... Poor... Mm, you are aware that they're not heading back towards, like, the civilization. They're heading towards the sea. <laughs> they have supplies, but not enough to get to the sea. Realize what's happened and come back. Yeah, we'll, they're going to die. We'll figure something. We'll figure something out. Uh, I turn back. <laughs> There's maybe a small chance they'll like. If they do figure it out, they'll probably have to come back past Temperance anyway. I come back, and I'm making. I make a deal with the devil. In Temperance, I am cleaning up the church and turning it into my own private palace. <laughs> uh, as you're cleaning up the church, you encounter uh, Lila. She's 
got like a corpse on her back and she's slowly dragging it towards her hat hut. We made a deal, Lila. She turns around. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> she drops the corpse. She probably doesn't say Jesus, but you know what I mean. By the gods, you're you're alive. I am alive. So tell me about this thing you're making. She glances around. Because so help me God, if my godforsaken circus ever returns and darkens my doorstep again, I want to know I have the means to crush it. She looks around. Uh, can you can you possibly pick up a corpse? I pull on some gloves. <laughs> well, come along then. And then I do. She grabs the. She picks up again the corpse that she was carrying. As you're returning to town, Flip Dangle. You see both of them dragging corpses towards the little hut that you know that Lila lives at. I call out, boss man, who ran off with the circus? Flip Dangle arrives on a horse. I have no means of killing him, do I? Of uh, Flip Dangle? Yeah. I have no means of killing him. Well, you just fight it out. But uh, He's... Uneasy alliance. Uh, Flip Dangle has martial training, so like he knows how to fight. You maybe have been taught how to fight with a foil in, like, a practice range, but mm. he's definitely the superior fighter. What do you want, Flip Dangle? Well, the way I see it here is that me and you are trapped here. So what I propose, boss man, is that you keep being my boss man. I'm going to also assume that you have pocketed those two pistols that the sheriff left on the table. Oh, yeah. All right. So just keep that in your back pocket. Is so I will. So you say I will keep being your boss, man. Uh, the hierarchy will continue as before. Of I'm course. in charge. You're you were always in charge, sir. I was simply. I just wanted some law and order to happen. That's all I wanted because I feel that there was some actions at needed consequences. Well, and uh, Dangle, I will. I forgive you. We all make mistakes, <laughs> you are no exception, and now you've learnt a valuable lesson. So pick up a corpse and get dragging. I guess I forgive you too, sir. Uh, I, that's not really your place, but I, uh, whatever. Get a corpse. <laughs> get a corpse. In her little hut, there's a uh, like an operating space, which she has begun piling like bits of corpses on. She's... Just before that little operating space, she's got like just heaps of bits and ends, parts that she apparently doesn't need. And when you drag these two corpses in, she puts on like a butcher's um, butcher's gown, which is splattered with blood, and she starts hacking the bodies apart with a big meat cleaver. So what what are we doing here, by the way? Then it's a very good question. Securing our escape, right? And uh, what's a she like cuts into a torso? Reaches in with two hands and starts cracking ribs out so she can get at the innards. Cool. Now, what's the what is the escape then? I'm um going to do what I uh, should never have tried to do in the first place, and I'm going to I'm going to exploit some knowledge of my ancestors. Right. I um I I found not too long ago about. Um, maybe four or five months ago, I found a, a tomb. She's doing this as she's like cracking bones yeah. apart and taking shit out. I found a, um, a tomb to, our, to my ancestors, a long, long ago forgotten line of my people. They, um, they had this dreadful, terrible war with the dwarves. A lot of the specifics have been lost to time. But they, in their war, they created great, terrible beasts. And I'm going to make one of them that I now know how to make, 
a beast of war, which will hopefully be able to destroy this worm creature from the inside out. Right. Do you know how uh, the worm came to be, by the way? Uh... She stops, looks up at you two, and says, I have no idea. And then she continues. <laughs> She's got that guilty look on her face again. Well, She knows be. how the worm... You know what? I'm not even going to roll. She's well, that bad at bluffing. Well, clearly you do know. I just want to point out that uh, it is no longer circling the town. No, it, it goes away at dawn. It'll be back soon. All right. Well, what can we do to help? Well, uh, I only need the innards. If you could start gutting some of those school children. <laughs> well, I guess we can do we that. We start gutting school children. <laughs> and hey, whilst doing that, asking, so again, how did this worm come to be? I know you know. It's, it's another fearsome beast of my ancestors. I, I accidentally awoke it while um, exploring the tomb. Right. Now... So it's all your fault. Guarding the worm, if it is in some way related to your ancestors, was there any level of, I suppose, control control over it? I've already looked into it myself. If there is a control mechanism, it's long since forgotten. Although, to not have a control mechanism is, um, well, it wouldn't be unlike my ancestors. They made a lot of weapons that they... They didn't want controlled. So let's just open this up for, for a moment here. Describe to me the specifics of this creature you're creating to destroy the worm from the inside out. It's uh, small. Too small for the creature to really acknowledge it, but small enough that it can get inside and then cause damage from the inside out. It's, um, she, mu- she grabs a, like a big heavy ledger with notes sticking out of all ledgers, and she shuffles through it. It's called a a, uh, a blood moat cloud. She so shows you an image or like a drawing of it in action. Uh, it's a black and white, but there you go. It looks like mosquitoes, but like blood mosquitoes, <laughs> who also come with a mist, I guess. That's all right. I suppose you could say they are like mosquitoes. So... I didn't say that. <laughs> I know who you're talking to. I imagine maybe one of you comments saying they look like mosquitoes. I'm halfway across the desert on a ca- uh, uh, bloody dinosaur. Right then. So basically he's making some kind of a undead swarm, as it were. Yeah. So uh, the mosquitoes, would they... Is there a way for them to, rather than kill the creature, control or otherwise incapacitate the creature? I imagine they could incapacitate it if they hurt it enough but stopped it killing it, but... Control? I don't think this creature can be controlled. Boss, you know this thing about lost cause? And now I know you've got worm lust. I get that. But uh, maybe this is something that just can't be controlled. Maybe. I, I don't deal in maybes. I could try to do this, but it's no guarantees. That's all right. I'm a gambling man. So you just need the uh, innards of people, right? I need certain bits, but innards are the easiest bit for you guys to collect for me. Yeah, that's pretty easy. She begins easy. grabbing some Flurry of the Flurry of blows on Algonon. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Boss. <laughs> Hierarchy. Let's just clarify. You know, I've gone worm lost crazy. <laughs> I'm seeing it. He's got worm fever. You got worm fever. Happened like, to the best oh, of us. It's just, I, I, I was like prepared to kind of make this deal devil. Let's just try and... I thought maybe you're going to rule the town. No, you just want this worm to control. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I mean, it, it, 
The two things aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> like, the best way to rule a town is with a worm. Obviously. <laughs> you can do both. Algernon? Flip Dangle just, like, at first you think he's just losing it at you, but then you realize there's a lot of purpose to those blows. And Flip Dangle's martial training comes full fury at you. You take five points of damage from his opening salvo, and then we'll go to initiative. <laughs> you got two pistols, though. You do. I pull out the gun. <laughs> I got the flecked arrow, though. <laughs> That's true. I pull out both guns. <laughs> <laughs> See, I made the right decision, yeah. getting out of town. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna die, die in the desert. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, everyone will be like, wait, Hooch is a simpleton. What, what are you doing letting him lead us? <laughs> Hooch is I a got simpleton. a plan for you. <laughs> Hooch is a simpleton. Everyone follow Simplemon. <laughs> Simplemon, wait a second. <laughs> this circus is full of idiots. Uh, Algernon, you draw your two pistols. Oh, you draw the. Yeah, you draw both pistols, but you're only skilled enough to be able to fire once a turn. So uh, you want to try and blast his brains out? Yep, that's exactly what I want to do. Take a step back, fire. Flip dangle at point blank range. You try to deflect the shot. You fail. A bullet is faster than an arrow by a decent amount. You try to, like, Wonder Woman that shit with your wrist. But instead of Wonder Wonder Woman, Wonder Womaning it. Yeah. <laughs> you just get shot in the wrist. <laughs> because, of course. You take... Seven points of damage. Oof. Bloody shoot out at the... Algernon, your turn? I shoot again. Oh, not Algernon, three. Um, uh, flip dangle. Oh, right. Algernon, you get six turns in a row. Uh, yeah. Flip dangle. Uh, it's your turn. Flurry of blows again. Bang, bang, bang. He, you're slowly backing up towards the edge of the room. He's slowly advancing on you. Oof. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that a good oof or a bad oof? Who knows? Depends on whose side you're on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, mm. Have, um, Gabe, have you seen the critical hit and critical mistakes yet? No. How have they not come out this game? Sometimes they're out, like, every fucking round. This time, this is the first time. So... Uh, if on an attack someone rolls a uh, a twenty, which is the highest roll you can get, highest number on the dice, then it's a critical hit. If someone rolls a one, that's the lowest you can get, then it's a critical miss. And critical hits and misses have interesting effects. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I uh, fucked up. Oh, you no. fucked up good. Mm. So what was so what? He uh, had a critical miss. Yeah. yeah. So pinprick, one point of bleed. Uh-oh. As you swing around, you hear um, you hear Lila scream like "Ah!" and her butcher's knife mm. comes into comes into your attack range for a brief moment. Your fist slices up along the blade. Oh, you open, shit! You open your hand from between your two middle knuckles all Jesus the way along Christ. to your wrist. Oh no! No, no, no. You, you, not only do you miss him completely with your attack, you take one point of damage, and every round you will take another point of damage until someone closes oh, your hand. If we both die, I'll be very happy. <laughs> yeah, I think we both deserve it at this point. <laughs> Algernon, it's your turn. So I, I missed, like, every... You miss him completely. Ah, oh, Fuck. I shoot oh. again. Oh. Take another step back, fire again. 
you bring the pistol to bear, pull the trigger, but as you're doing that, flip dangle through the pain, you keep charging forward, you bring yourself too close for him to be able to shoot at you, his pistol is right next to your ear though, so when it goes off, you hear, bang, you've like gone deaf in one of your ears. Son of a bitch. Flip dangle, it's your turn. Flarian blows again. Let's try and get this. Did you? All right, you take a point of bleed. Oh, okay, I think you nearly got a critical fumble again. Am I right? Oh, other. Oh, oh, good. Oh, <laughs> what's that? What that's that a mean? critical the success. That's the good one. Oh, yeah, good, good for, good for who? <laughs> yeah. uh, his first attack is a jab at your face, but the closeness that prevented him, you from hitting him, prevents him from hitting you. He's too close to properly get the punch in, and it goes past your ear. Doesn't deafen you, though. Uh, His second attack, though, is to grab the pistol next to his head and twist and yank it. You feel this awful... With his 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 cleaved hands, his cloven hands. It's it's painful for both of you. That's why you took the point of damage. You take five points of damage from his attack, and he shatters your hand. Oh, oh boy. With his cut up hand, he crumples your hand. Oh, you drop the pistol. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've got another pistol, though. Yeah, you you've do. got one in your other hand. But that pistol is useless to you now. Well, that hand is useless <laughs> to you now. Until healed. But I've still got a hand with a pistol. Yes. Yep. Good. And it's your turn. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> you back up again and bump into the wall. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Jackson, can you come around here? Because yeah. Because I don't believe that this keeps happening. <laughs> what? What is it this time? Hang on. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't fail. believe it, but it happened again. It did. It did. I saw it was, it was one and a four. I'm sorry. <laughs> you try to get the other pistol to bear, but once again, Flip Dangle is wise to you slowly backing up. He slams into you. The pistol jams in next to your ear, and oh, when you no. fire it... Oh, no. <laughs> it's like a town of deaf people. <laughs> the explosion from the pistol bursts both of your eardrums. You are completely oh, deaf. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. All right, Flip Dangle, it's your turn. Oh, I'm going to keep flurry of blowing this. All right. You score one hit, you're going high, you're going low, you're doing all this. You've got him like on the ropes, just bang, 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 bang into his chest. But Algernon is a lot tougher than you were at first expecting. And you don't know if this is going to take him down. (sighs) Algernon, once in the gut, like the final blow doubles you over. And then an uppercut, everything goes black. Yeah, you can find yourself tied to a chair in a bloody another kangaroo court. I swear to God, if that's what happens here. <laughs> a literal kangaroo court in this case. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should have brought the kangaroos in. Ah, more thematic drama. I feel like I took the kangaroos with Flip me. Flip Yep. You hear highs or lows? Highs. Do you want to rethink that? No. You hear the sound of a cocking gun from behind you. Lila has picked up the fallen pistol and is leveling it at you. She fires. As I was like, Lala, oh, deflect then. She fires. You try to deflect. You deflect the round. Knock it aside. Uh, it's your turn. 
Am I alive or dead? You're unconscious on the ground, bleeding out currently. Yeah, good. You're on negative two. Lala, I don't want to have... I'm done now. You want to destroy this worm? That's fine. Boss man did not. He wanted to control it and make them kind of nightmare circus, which I always assumed that he had envisioned for us. (laughs) You're not wrong. It's a rebranding from the Hoggling Brothers Family Circus to the Hoggling Brothers Nightmare Circus. (laughs) So, like... Put the pistol down. Right here, you've got another pair of guts. And I look at myself. I look at my blood just dripping down. Oh, uh, yeah, you take another point of damage. Actually, you should have taken two points That's of fine. damage. I think I skipped one. And quite soon, I can imagine you probably got a second pair of guts. Because honestly, what happens when that worm is dead? I've seen your town. There's been a lot of death and destruction here. She backs up against the opposite corner of her shack, still holding her pistol at you, but shakily. Her, well, the pistol at you, but so, shakily. Uh, you can hurry this process up and shoot me if you want. I don't know what that'll do for you. But uh, what's the plan here, Lala? Get out, she says. How about this instead? You make it quick. <laughs> she closes her eyes, looks away from you, and she vaguely corpses. How is she squeamish about <laughs> shooting somebody in the head? This is different. There's, <laughs> there's getting a corpse, and then there's killing a person. There's getting a corpse, then there's making a corpse. She, can, mm. she sanctions my mass murder of her town. <laughs> but she didn't participate. <laughs> you know and what, really, that's true. Who's the monster here? Yeah. <laughs> It's not us, Observe or participate. Yeah, Highs or lows, uh, Salmon? Highs. What for? Highs. Her first bullet rips through the base of your neck, doesn't kill you. She looks around, starts screaming, fires again, misses, fires again, <laughs> then blows your brains out. <laughs> Make it quick, come on. Come on, man. Both of you die, bleeding out, on the floor of a butcher's house. <laughs> Good. The tragedy of Algernon, he just could not let go of that worm. No, look, you get worm fever, you got worm <laughs> yeah. fever. And that's the end of that. The kind of thing that doesn't leave you. How's the lows? Lows. At by the worm. <laughs> At some point you realise you don't have the supplies to keep going. Oh, It's going to be a struggle <laughs> just to get back to, to town. Oh, well, uh... We uh perhaps uh Hoglin brothers, if we head back to town, uh we gotta make a promise here, don't let the boss man uh uh flip dang on this particular uh convoy, yes? Sure. Okay then, uh turn them around. <laughs> Are they now afraid of Hooch? Sorry? <laughs> Are they now afraid of Hooch? No, they're just like Simple On is just Simple On is just a broken man right now. <laughs> um, we'll turn around, we'll head back to town. So as you're heading back to town, yep. one night, Hooch, over the sounds of Barlow's sobbing, and he does sob most nights. You can Everyone pretends they can't hear it, but he cries a lot mm-hmm. at night. Look, <laughs> you broke him, Gabe. <laughs> you broke Christ. him. You think you see shimmering shadows on the edge of the horizon when the moon rises, when the moons rise and set. And the next day, you think you catch them just before they disappear. The next night, they're there clearer and longer. The night after that, even more so. Mm. The entire time you've been out here, you've had this constant feeling that you've been followed and watched, but this is the first time it's been confirmed for you. Slowly and slowly, they're getting closer and more distinct. The shimmering shadow is 
eventually you work out an unnumberable amount of bodies, innumerable amount of bodies, just along the horizon. Like standing? Standing bodies. Oh. Kennel, we in particular... Uh, One night you don't hand. wake up? <laughs> what? <laughs> One night the shadows descend upon the camp and then you join them. <laughs> standing uh, on the horizon. Particular, I become am, uh, is now of uh, what we call uh, uh, undead, presumably, but uh, not in with uh, this particular brain. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's already one of us. <laughs> Well, I thought D&D was meant to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a really great time, Gabe. Actually, just the best. And thank you all for listening along with us, and I assume having a great time along with me on The Day the Circus Came to Town, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love courtesy of ACAST Recommends. I'm Katty Kay. And I'm Carlos Watson. I'm a British journalist in America. And I'm an American journalist in America. We're bringing you a brand new podcast from the BBC World Service. And Aussie Media. When Katty met Carlos. You know, with less than two months to go until a momentous American election, we're going to be looking at some of the hottest issues facing Americans right now. It'll be an honest conversation, thinking about where America is coming from and where it's going to. When Katty met Carlos. Just search for When Katty Met Carlos. A cash recommends. recommends.